0: This is the earspoon with Fish and Steve. Hey everybody, I'm Fish. I'm Steve. And this here is the Earspoon uh coming to you uh live or pre-recorded at some point in time on a Monday for your Tuesday listening enjoyment from the Earspoon Studio, nestled in a Well, thanks to Steve West, a now cricket-free studio. You're welcome, cricket. I didn't hear a thank you. You're such a Buddhist. (laughs) I (laughs) want to just... Here's the difference between me and Steve. I would have just taken my coffee cup and just set it down on top of the cricket. No, how you like me now, Jiminy? We're all just trying to get by, my friend. That's it. We're it's all Steve. just trying to get. And imagine you're a being and you're in this
1: trapped studio with <laughs> foam on the walls. And you're like, "What is this?" Oh. And, and then there's and a then, monster and biped and with opposable thumbs puts you in a granola packet. And outside, <laughs> it's like, "You guys aren't going to believe what happened to me." I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs>
0: this is crazy. This is crazy. Hey, this is the next podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> that's what our next podcast is about about how this massive bearded human shoved me in a granola packet in <laughs> you know, nature nature valley seriously born free yeah there you go speaking of being born free yeah. uh we want to thank those who uh sponsored the podcast which Thanks. is mocha joe's natural remedies
1: joes.com no it's I not know. you I was it to go see if you were listening
0: <laughs> Uh, see, Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies. Thanks. Yeah, those guys are awesome. So we want to thank full. them uh, for um, for sponsoring the pod. All right, let me uh, let me put on my reading type spectacles here for a second because you must I, be I, old. I, I, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, readers in every part of the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's how I want to start the podcast. I saw this uh, Andrew uh, Fr- Freeborg. Have you have you read this? Not familiar. All right. Uh, I stand to honor the promise the flag represents. Mm-hmm. You kneel because that promise has been broken. Boom. I stand to affirm my belief that all are created equal and fight alongside you for that promise. You kneel because too, me, too few stand with you. Hmm. I stand because we can be better. You kneel to remind us to be better. Hmm. I stand to honor all that have fought and died so that we may be free. You kneel because none of us none uh, excuse me you kneel because not all of us are Mm -hmm. i stand because i can you kneel for those who can't i stand to defend your right to kneel you kneel to defend my right to stand i stand because i love this country you kneel because you love it too wow Pretty powerful, uh, that, right?
1: That's succinct and to the point. I take issue with some of the, but it doesn't matter. The sentiment is 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 bingo.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't want to read. I don't, I don't. I definitely don't want to dissect it because no, I know no, where no, it's no, coming no. from. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's basically wonderful. saying that you know what, if you stand for the flag, you're right. You right. know what, if you kneel for the flag, you too are right. Right, and, I, and, and it it's everybody's
1: choice. It's amazing the things that I've been reading. And again, I'm, I, I love that there's dialogue. I love mm-hmm. that we're here in this podcast promoting dialogue about an issue like Colin Kaepernick and police brutality, which is what the subject is, yeah. by the way. <laughs> not flags, not soldiers, not none of that. It's about police brutality against black people. That men, was it. It's people. about
0: equality, right? right? I was having a, so, a discussion. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, I just want to say that I've read a lot of things from veterans. I've had some comments on my Facebook page from veteran friends of mine mm-hmm. saying, I'm offended by this. It's not about veterans, it's not about flags. Yeah. But I've seen veterans saying, Colin Kaepernick is the reason that I'm a soldier, you know the reason he's—we are protecting everyone's rights to be as patriotic as Colin Kaepernick, and I think that's the point. That's a—it's a patriotic, non stance right. that upholds a, a, a tradition and a, and a legacy going way back to Muhammad Cassius Clay and Muhammad Ali. Right.
0: Well, I, you know, we were—I was—which uh, which actually segues me better into the conversation than I had mm. with somebody who just said, you know, you don't—you don't stand for the flag, then then you don't stand for this country, um, you know bs mm-hmm. first and foremost absolute biggest pile of horse caca i've seen in a while it's a weak statement that you can't if you try to build a house on that sand foundation it would collapse yeah, yeah. you just can't and here's why so you're telling me you've got a problem with colin kaepernick mm-hmm. yes i do i have a problem with colin Ka- kaepernick okay good did you have a problem with rosa parks <laughs> hmm? I'm Asking, i'm asking for a friend uh-oh uh, i'm and and i'm i'm that friend how about she doesn't respect bus lines. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't respect she don't respect buses. <laughs> um and uh and how about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Problem with him? That guy, nothing but trouble, right? Nothing but yeah. trouble. Oh my Always god. Always wanting right. rights and right. equity and fairness. Malcolm X, even mm. though some of his stuff was not nonviolent. I mean it was uh Malcolm evolved before the end of his life. He did. There's no question about it. But these are the people and I don't even know that Ka- uh, Kaepernick has earned the right to be spoken in the same vein as those people. But what the culture has done is forced him to yeah. be held up yeah. onto that level. You know, Kaepernick himself might argue that uh, that he has probably hasn't earned that level of respect.
1: Yeah, I, 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 would, I think you're right, I, but I, I, think I, I
0: would say that he did. For him. As a professional athlete, and that these guys are highly competitive, and that's what drives them. Mm-hmm. He did sacrifice an awful lot, which was his his career. His career. Not yeah. that he was going to go hungry. I mean, he he's played for a number of years. He probably made millions of dollars. If he invested it wisely, he's set for life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? Nike kind of helped out a little bit there for him as right. far as, you know, and and more power to him and all the idiots that are burning their shoes. You know what? More power to you, too. All right? Whatever. Whatever
1: gets you there, man. But it's, it's all just what they, what they call in psychology vacuum behavior. It yep. has no effect on anything. No. And while people – it's funny because you can see so many ways, particularly that white America and sort of conservative white America is again telling black people – how to protest? What's right. appropriate to mm-hmm. protest? Right. You can do this, you can't do that. Do this over here, but you can't do that. You can wear that shirt, but you can't say that. You know, all of this is, in many ways, evidence of white privilege, evidence of of you know sort of non conscious and even conscious racism that just says base, basically, back it down there, you uppity Kaepernick. You right. know. And that's, I think that's where the rub happens. And, and again, when, it's some, when the subject becomes about veterans and flags and anthems and so
0: forth. Which the, is where, it, as you mentioned, I just want to reiterate, never at any point in time no, was it about that.
1: No, but that's what the conversation becomes. And that's when I'm having these conversations on my Facebook page and other places about flags and veterans and, and anthems when this is not the subject. And then, invariably, when people go, okay, that's not the subject, but what about black-on-black black crime? Like, oh,
0: oh shut can up! Can we not,
1: please? Come on! You know, like, what about the blacks are killing all the blacks? And like, well, the whites are killing all the whites. Why are we? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's. A, and again, when they the the privilege is to come in and pluck that up away from what was the actual intent that has been stated most clearly, mm-hmm. and then to take it over here and say, now we're going to talk about this over here in my new frame, and that's again another form of subtle racism. Yeah,
0: I think. No, I don't disagree with you. And I think that the, that the argument had uh, completely got hijacked and uh, by by a certain man who has uh, been occupying the White House. You called him a man. That's I cute. Did, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure that he's human. <laughs> a, piece of,
0: a piece of orangutan poo. That's oh, what goodness. he is, that guy. Nice. Right there, that fella right there. Um, to basically demean what Kaepernick was kneeling for in this case, is to basically say, I can't stand for a flag that supports this kind of brutality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can, we know, and we've had this conversation, uh, I think probably just within the last couple of podcasts, about a small percent of the population kind of overshadowing what the rest of the population does clearly and and um, we call them uh, in the military i think they call them five percenters mm-hmm. you know five percent of the people doing what they're doing shouldn't be doing what they're doing mm. and uh, i think that 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 is probably very uh of shines a mm. big big light in law enforcement with people who have tremendous amount of power
1: no question no question i mean we're, re- we're still on the heels of a dallas police officer shooting a man in his own apartment because she thought it was hers and like what kind of psychology says oh my god I see a black man boom you're dead right like not like what's going on here what could possibly be happening Like, but black (laughs) in his own apartment which she thought was hers now dead and she's been uh, charged with manslaughter etc but this is again this is uh, when we try to have this conversation with people who think this is a Mm non-thing and they say like well why isn't he fighting for like again we will tell you what you can protest, how you can protest, where you can protest, but this is a conversation we need to keep having that says, do you see how disproportionate this is, these deaths by police officers, and again, to be clear, you and I both know excellent human beings that are police officers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we I, know some of the best, yes, for sure. Yes, I would say that's the majority, but there are enough troubled and troubling poli- law enforcement officers for this to be a thing, and Honestly, the thing that rubs me the most about a lot of it is this is when the good cops need to come in and say, dude, what is wrong with you? You can't talk that racist crap here in this room. You can't have that in your mind. But I think in some ways it gets covered because, you know, there's a fraternal order kind of thing.
0: Right. So I I just – my wife and I over the weekend went to see uh, The Black Klansman. Oh, did you? Wow. Yeah. Have you seen it?
1: No, I'm anxious to see Sorry Sorry to Bother You, which is another – Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. But I, I I'm sure I'll see the Spike Lee film.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it is, it is what we're seeing. It's powerful in its delivery, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. and it's funny. You know, so the, the whole movie <coughs> premise takes place in uh, in the late 70s mm. and uh, how uh, this black man inter- in, uh, infiltrates the KKK but because he started the conversation on the phone there's a white officer that has to go like right into the line of fire and he and he's Jewish and all of this mm-hmm. but how they use the language of like these guys are saying you know what we're doing we're making America great again oh, <laughs> so it, it was all, it was all just you know <laughs> raw with things that Trump had said on the on the stump which may or right. may not have been said but it, it's funny when when we talk about the police there's one bad cop in the whole. Um, well, there's probably more than one bad cop. The whole place takes uh, takes place in uh, in Colorado, mm. and uh, Colorado Springs to be exact. <laughs> and um, there's a cop who's a, clearly an, uh, a racist and pulls over a a car filled with, you know, black people, and mm. and they are talking about it with the one black officer that's on the force. And they're saying, well, you know, he's a bad cop. Why doesn't somebody do something about him? Well, mm. You know, because he's his family. You don't go against your family. <sighs> You yes, know, you do. And, and yeah, yeah, you know, you do. You do. You do. You do. And, and that might have been the thinking then. I don't think that that's the thinking now. I think the thinking now basically says you got a bad copy, You need to get rid of it. And that is bringing us back to the crux of the conversation mm-hmm. of why Colin Kaepernick took a knee mm-hmm. on the word of a person in the military. Yes. That, tell that
1: story because this is one right. that gets lost in a lot of it. Yeah.
0: So um, when he was trying to figure out how to do his protest, his um, – his I can't remember the name of the uh, – Yeah, I was drawing a
1: blank. I was trying to tell this story yesterday and I couldn't remember the guy. I can't name. remember
0: the name uh, of, of his uh, – a teammate, athlete, former military guy mm-hmm. who basically said, don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Take a knee instead. Right. So another – a military man, that's part that gets lost in this, a man who was a vet – Mm -hmm. told Kaepernick the best way to do this is to take a knee during the anthem to show your disapproval of what's happening.
1: Right. And, uh, yeah, and and again, the the utter rage, the rage from people, and, again, you won't see this from from black people in general, I'm sure, but the rage from people is unbelievable. And largely, and here's a man, again, as we've seen in history, nonviolently, quietly, making a statement, making an important political statement about an epidemic of violence that's happening in our world that's seemingly out of control. And in addition to that, people who have uh, law enforcement officers who have been charged with crimes more often than not see no jail time and, and, and are found not guilty. Right. So this is an epidemic that is not changing, that is not improving. And to call attention to that, to simply say, hey, everybody, keep this on the front of your mind, that's not an unreasonable thing. Yet you know people will say, oh, you know that's the worst thing somebody could possibly do. Meanwhile, there's a million things that I would love to see most of America get furious about, but they sleepwalk through it. But this now here's this black man kneeling on, and they're like, oh, we can't have
0: this. And that I mean just speaks to what we're living in 2018 America. And this is a great place to take a to take a break because when we come back from the break, I think I sent you this link about the Louisiana mayor that bans Nike purchases for yeah. recreational programs. Nice. All right. Um, so when we come back, mm. uh, let's talk about that outrage. Yes, please. But right now, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. Thanks, sponsors. They are Mocha Joe's. Yay. And Serious Natural Remedies. Yay. We'll be back after this. This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. One of our favorite things to do while we're doing the podcast, mm-hmm. drink Mocha Joe's coffee. <laughs> We really need to get a sound effects library, <laughs> all right? But that was inadequate. But it was real. It was real, authentic. And Mocha Joe's uh, has started here in our little hamlet of Brattleboro, Vermont, in yes. the late '80s, and yes. has boomed. And they uh, they do all kinds of great uh, products and have swag. And go to their website, MochaJoe's.com. Order coffee by the pound, uh, and we uh, we eat it by the pound here. We do. I don't. I prefer just to eat the beans straight. Straight. No, crunchy a little, crunchy, a little bit. One of my favorite things about Mocha Joe's is mm-hmm. the fact that they support the the farmer. Yeah, you know they really do. They have the fair trade coffees that they they go after all the time. They're constantly uh, traveling around and yeah. And I got to say that I mean that's one of the first places I ever heard of the
1: term fair trade when I first got here twenty years ago. They were talking about this well before I think a lot of other people. And certainly, it's now quite a thing. But being hip to how you supply your people and your your customers and caring at all and. Also, I mean, it ultimately winds up being a good economic choice, but they're just, it's the rightest thing to do. And and, and farmers get kind of screwed, and Mocha, Mocha Joe's makes sure that they don't.
0: That's right. And it's one of the reasons why uh, we just love having them as part of the podcast and uh, hope to have them for years to come. Amen. So go check it out, mochajoes.com. If you live uh, here locally, mm-hmm. of course, you just stop down at the little cafe.
1: <sighs> That's one of the coolest shops in town. Definitely is. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington.
0: More at the dot com Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Fish and I'm still Steve. And we are uh, talking about taking a knee today. Yes, please we, we would we would be kneeling while doing this podcast, but that would make the sound funny because we, we should, should be, try it. We basically have what we like to call a standing studio, that's right. I'm
1: running in place every time we're speaking. Yes, yeah, so. we have a have an aqua runner
0: here. You, <laughs> uh, anyway, blah blah blah. Uh, all right, back into the uh, the whole Kaepernick cabinet, uh, cabinet thing. What well, we want to kind of um, um, go through in this in this half of the podcast is the whole the whole Nike phenomenon a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to touch into the Louisiana mayor what he had to say here in a moment. But uh, I also want to remind you that. Um the earspoon can be downloaded wherever you download your podcast. Right. It's always available at theearspoon.com. And other stuff too. Yep. And uh, if you go scroll down to Vermontitude and I had to had to talk this through with my dad today. He's like, Hey, you did the uh, you you did the interview with Christine Hellquist. I haven't heard that yet. It's not here. I'm not getting it. I so said you have to scroll down a little bit. Oh, Mm-hmm. Come on. That's a lots, of, lots of going on at theearspoon.com, cornucopia so, of yep, stuff. the fables all that. We had a really good conversation with Chris, uh with Christine Halquist.
1: Yeah, I was and people have asked me about it and I, and I have to say it was it was quite a good conversation and I dare say far better than I expected.
0: Was, uh, yeah, <laughs> no no no. I mean I was uh you know, turns out she's uh, super intelligent and probably worthy of uh being the governor of the state. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Louise, uh, uh, unlike this clown, <laughs> this asshat, Louisiana mayor bans Nike purchases uh, from recreational programs. Wow. All right. Wow. So, So yeah, read and, into that a bit because uh, 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 I got questions. A Louisiana mayor issued a directive apparently banning booster clubs from buying Nike products for the use for cities recreation centers. Uh, where, where do they get this? This is uh, the Western, this particular link. Came from the Western Mass News. I think it's a. You uh, it could probably just story put the guy's something. name, and people can, can right. search on it. Um, let's see. Uh, Mayor Ben Zahn of Kenner signed the memo last week, declaring that under no circumstances should Nike apparel or equipment be purchased. Uh, WBRZ reported that, by the way. Uh, Effective immediately, all purchases made by any booster club operating at any Kenner recreational facility for wearing apparel, shoes, athletic equipment, and or or any athletic product must be approved by the Director of Parks and Recreation or his designee. The Mayor's Office sent a document to the Parks and Recreation Department, Director Chad Pitfield, on September 5th, according to NOLA.com. Two mm-hmm. days prior, of course, Nike announced its decision to make Colin Kaepernick the face of its latest Just Do It ad campaign. Former NFL quarterback began kneeling during the National Anthem in the 2016 season to protest p- police brutality. Oh, they that's it what right. it's about? Oh, I thought I thought he was disrespecting the flag. <laughs> yeah, me too, and crapping on soldiers. Yeah. yeah. What, what? How is that? Huh? And as a result, uh, Colin Kaepernick has not taken an NFL snap since, mm-hmm. even though, arguably, One of the more capable available quarterbacks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anyway we don't have to uh read into that anymore i wonder if we cared enough as much about school shootings as we do this taking a knee thing imagine the problems we could solve
1: maybe after a school shooting they purposely don't buy the gun that was used in the in the shooting as a show of wait that doesn't make sense wait (laughs) why uh, would you do that maybe maybe
0: maybe so hold on though huh maybe uh they burned the guns that did the shooting hey that would be smart now you're just just take cover (laughs) just (laughs) unload it please
1: can you spend a minute on on the effect of this so-called boycott on the and and tell us all how nike has been destroyed as a company
0: yeah oh they have just their stocks are plummeting um, what was it? As, as, <laughs> they were just oh, they're being killed. I mean, these guys. I mean, they've had to literally fire all of their sweatshops. Oh, no, I don't think they're using sweatshops anymore. Aww. But um, they, they used to. And we, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. About that co- uh, that corporate culture a little bit. I mean, Nike was a, a typical American capitalistic business, mm-hmm. um, sending a majority of their work still do mm-hmm. offshores which I don't I understand to a degree. I don't like it to a to a larger degree. Capitalism is Yeah, it is. Evil. It's all it really is. Capitalism is evil. evil. It's all about just grinding out as much money out of a human soul uh that you can refer to as human capital. Right, but what somebody will tell you is, "Hey, we're giving them jobs." Is that right? Yeah. So
1: and again, you know, I don't going to yarn about it, but like the essence of capitalism is to exploit labor and return for that labor insufficient funds in yeah, most cases certainly do. overseas <laughs> or better known as my checkbook right <laughs> but if the, you're <laughs> if you're selling somebody a $120 pair of sneakers mm-hmm. you, you I can guarantee to you not
0: much of that is going to the person who made the sneaker no i can I can guarantee you that uh, probably not even Ten percent of that goes to the person, right. and even that would be a lot.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's important to raise this issue in the in the specter of that. When we're ta- and we're conflating a number of things or combining things, but it is reasonable to say, while it's I think noble and smart on the part of Nike to take the stance <clears throat> and to support Kaepernick through this, it's also reasonable to call out corporate culture. And I will say to, uh, to uh, Nike's to Nike's credit, there was a number of years ago where they got a lot of heat for sweatshops and exploitative uh, labor exploiting labor and they responded and right. as a matter of fact in our our downtown borough specialized sports I was I was educated about that by one of the employees there saying like go look and read, read about this and they got it I mean it, again it was a, I think a smart you know business choice more sure. than a moral choice but they said okay we're not going to do
0: that so see here's the thing though I you know <laughs> it, it may be a good business choice but at some level a moral has to drive it gonna hope. Yeah, I mean, you know, so they're like, look, if if we don't make this move, other than it being the right move, we're the only thing that's going to make this go away, is if we just sacrifice ten percent of our profits. But if we don't make it go away, right. we're going to sacrifice twenty percent of our profits. So right. let's pick and choose, you know. And so we'll pick the ten percent. Uh, we'll do the right thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and they took they took with Colin Kaepernick. They. I don't think they took a big chance at all. I mean, he's been in the news for two straight years. What what Nike did was brilliant. It, yeah. From a
1: business perspective, I'm sure it was well discussed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was well analyzed for yeah. a long period of time. Oh, God, yeah. And they knew that they would come out of this with a with a big uh, burst of wind in their sails. Right. So, and, and they did.
0: And meanwhile, uh, roughly lying about day four or five, mm. when Nike stocks were soaring, you know, uh, Adolf, That'll teach him. Adolf Twitler <laughs> takes to the Twitterverse and yeah, says, "What yeah. was Nike thinking? Um, profit, mm, yeah, um, you know, profit. That's it. They didn't. Uh, they didn't. And, and actually, they, they may be using underpaid labor, but I bet they pay them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so there's that. Yeah, there's that.
0: <laughs> All right. They 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 might not maybe that's be, what that. he meant.
1: Maybe he was saying like, what are they, what's he doing? Paying people? <laughs> Why does he pay
0: them?" <laughs> Why are they paying this person? You know know, know how much more money you can have in your slush fund for paying prostitutes and hookers and porn stars to shut up if you just don't pay your contractors? (laughs) Right. But this is a good mirror. I mean, it's a good opportunity, again,
1: to expose and discuss um, antiquated ways that are dying off, I dare say. Granted, we can say there's still an ugly side of America that's showing some pretty blatant racism. But I think this is a fading thing, despite it being front and forward, because it's been given permission and. And a certain degree of support it now I believe is going to just kind of keel over and die over time so I think racism and with the actions of Colin Kaepernick and many many others a lot of people doing great work I think we're seeing tremendous strides being made to to tamp this down and to make racism not okay again
0: right and that is uh, I, I have a I you've seen my hat which one? Make, make racism wrong again. Yes, <laughs> I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's we're, about nails it. so We you went know. to drop the grandkids off, and my son looked at him and goes, give me the hat. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer own the hat. <laughs> but proud to pass it on. Very you know, good. The guy pleased me that he wanted it. Pay it forward. Yeah, pay it forward. Exactly. <laughs> I'll get another one. You're good. <laughs> Um, but so that was uh, you know that was it, it just makes a lot of sense and I think what Nike yeah. did made a lot of sense both um, both sent a message large and in charge because there's really arguably Nike is one of the largest companies in the world mm-hmm. I mean there ain't no Amazon mm-hmm. but they are one of mm-hmm. the largest companies in the world making a very loud statement yeah
1: so let's put this out too because I think died in the wool racist.
0: Who don't listen to our podcast?
1: No doubt. No, that's no, um, that uh, makes
0: know. up uh, at least thirty percent of our demo.
1: Well, some people like to listen to things they hate just to be exactly. dicks. But you got to
0: know what the mm-hmm. enemy's thinking, All right?
1: But uh, but I would say to those people, and I have friends, people who I respect and really care about, um, who have taken what I think is a somewhat canned position to say, you know, conflating it with f- flags and soldiers and mm-hmm. so forth, and again redirecting and reframing, <clears throat> but also. It's a time to examine if you have a natural resistance to this. If you feel like this shouldn't be happening, that's a good opportunity to check in and maybe see if maybe there's some non-conscious uh, racism happening for you, mm-hmm. because there. You know, what's often helpful is to switch the variables. Talk about. What if a white person was doing this? You know, what if a white person was protesting, uh, you know, f- figure out whatever it is, you know, change the variables and say, would I be taking this position? And I think there is some non-conscious, and I mean that because I know people that are, are good, good-hearted people, mm-hmm. taking the stance and resisting and saying this is not okay. And they're buying into a lot of the talking points, the Fox News talking points, the, the Rush Limbaugh talking points. And I think that's a good opportunity because each of us, <clears throat> no matter who we are, about whether it's about race LGBT, whatever it is, your thing that you might not be up to date on, so to speak, it's a good opportunity to say, hey, where am I at with this? And how can I be a better ally of very clearly oppressed, very clearly affronted, very clearly injured groups of people? And that's, I think, you know, again, a teachable moment to say, why am, why am, not me, but for somebody, why am I resistant to this what is the trouble because it's actually not about flags
0: right it's not about flags it's about it's it's about a man sticking up who has, a, who has a, a a world platform, who has a large platform to make a very loud statement. And and I, I think I may have been watching the game. If not, I just – I don't know if I have, to use your word, conflated that. Mm. Um, whether I was watching the game where he took a, a, a knee, uh, thinking to myself – and I didn't think a thing of it when it happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I didn't think anything of it. Sure. He just – there he is, taking a knee. I'm just figuring out, you know what. Um, there's an old baseball fable that goes – With uh, Casey Stangle and um, Casey (laughs) (laughs) Casey Stangle and the Bat Boy is there and Casey's uh, putting the lineup together and they're singing the national anthem and the hat is as it always was just a skew on his head and the Bat Boy's like Sir Sir Casey you gotta take your hat off and he's like Relax kid we do this every day. You know, I mean, it's so it's, you know, it's, there's just that thing. And, yeah. and now you are going back into a time with Casey Stengel when patriotism really meant something, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, yeah. and here he is basically saying, oh, you know what, well, I'll take it off tomorrow. But we do this every mm-hmm. single day, so just relax. That's how I sort of took mm-hmm. that whole Colin Kaepernick uh, on the knee thing. And then, of course, it just got into the media. And I don't think it was probably like three or four months before this whole, you know, Mm-hmm. You know, get that son of a bitch off the field speech that yeah. that asshole uh, started uh, espousing. Yep, and that, and I think
1: this is the, again. These are the necessary moments. This sitting down at a lunch counter walking across a bridge, sitting on a bus, these are the moments like, like, you know, as as is often said, you know, they weren't protesting lunch counters and they weren't protesting buses and or they bridges. weren't bridges
0: or bridges, what have you. The Million Man we, March was protesting Washington, though. Yes, you can say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying these are the provocations that say, hey, I'm going to nonviolently hold this line. And then you see people lose their shit about it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, it, and what it often says to me is if you're that affronted that you would freak out out like that i doubt your fundamental conviction to your convictions mm-hmm. in other words if you're that aflame it's like when you talk to people about their religion or what have you like when people start to get <laughs> about what their position is it often indicates to me that they're not necessarily sold themselves right because you know? somebody who sits comfortably with their beliefs and their tenets and feel like this is how i am they speak more quietly and they don't get rattled like that mm-hmm. and that's often not the case in
0: this country right so let's leave it there. Although I do have to say, mm-hmm. this thing has generated some awesome memes. Yes, it has. <laughs> right. Yes, it has. It really has. Some of them I like. I, I put out there myself. Let's put some up on the
1: page. I've got a ton of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, this is literally what I've, I we always we kidded around for the first six months about not doing anything on Instagram, and then I finally right. started doing stuff on Instagram. <laughs> So I just uh, I, I have this. So you can find us at the Earspoon on Instagram, right. uh, and I'm and see some, s- some of the memes that I've created, some of the memes that we've shared, nice um, and all that. So it, it is a, it is a bunch of fun. That some of these memes are great. With, you know, believe in something. But did you see that one that I put up with Sarah Sanders? No, that oh. was oh yeah about the the signed copy of the Bible. Oh, yes, I did. Did you see, see that one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I that's a great one? No, I did a, a black and white one of Trump that says believe in something even if you have to lie about it all right. the time.
1: Well, that's what the Sarah Sanders one was that yeah. I saw. It said, like, believe in, in something uh, even if even if you know you're lying or something. Right, that,
0: yeah. <laughs> And then there was the other one that I put up with Trump that just says a nama 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 I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us today. Uh big thank you to Series Natural Remedies and, of course, Mocha Joe's Coffee for sponsoring the pod. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Mm. And, uh, of course, as always, your default setting should be theearspoon.com. Yeah, don't leave home without it. Absolutely. I've been Fish. I'm Steve. And we'll uh, talk to you in about a week or so. Yeah, that sounds good. Bye.
1: This is Ear Spoon. You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway.